Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I'm Taylor, and this is Felicity Grace Stroll, the three-year-old. Say hi. Hi. We are so happy that you tuned in for today's episode of Forte Catholic. Uh, whether you are listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, we ask that you subscribe. The baby is waving for those of you only listening on the podcast. Uh, as many of you know, Forte Catholic is a nonprofit organization. If you have enjoyed any of our episodes or if you are enjoying any of the other things that we are doing, like producing 20 other Catholic podcasts, uh, we ask that you would support us by not only hitting that subscribe button, but you can give a tax-deductible donation over at ForteCatholic.com slash donate. I love you. Enjoy today's show. Say, I love you. I love you. All right. Enjoy today's show. What's up? And welcome to Fort St. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Jonathan Bilba Blevins. Jonathan, how are you doing today, sir? Taylor! Oh, are you yelling at me now? I'm trying to. Taylor! All right, that was too loud. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm just doing wonderful. I uh, Track season is over. We had our state meet this weekend. Uh, my kids lost their events. I lost my voice. But now track season's over, and I can focus on on work again. Hooray, I guess. <laughs> Does this mean we can play more video games together? Oh, 100%. It means we can play more video games together. Okay, that sounds great. And you lost all the events. Nobody won, huh? Oh, we, we, we had some good showings. We had our sophomore who breaks every school record every time he gets on the track because he owns all the school records. <laughs> every week, every week he beats the we always make a joke that he beat the really uh, crappy guy. And it's just him. So it's just him a week That's ago. Awesome. So, uh, no, he got fourth and fifth as as a sophomore, which is really good. But everybody else, we knew we were having kind of a down year this year. We lost a lot of really good talent, but uh, we had a young team this year. So we will be back next year with a vengeance uh, like the texans you are rebuilding oh boy we are way better at track <laughs> than the texans are at football <laughs> these days my goodness uh we have to sh- start the show today with something very special and y- okay. usually i don't start the show with with reviews of the show because it feels kind of pompous be like hey everyone come and see how good i look like everybody's talking <laughs> good about me but when something like this happens it leads our show so here i am this morning just hanging out on my phone, and my buddy, who will remain nameless, is uh, the social media coordinator over at Catholic Answers. We've wait, what? You know who that is? Every, yeah, like almost all of us do, because we all met at a conference where we recorded a Forte Catholic episode live at the Focus Conference, and we're all really good friends now, and we talk all the time. So, are you being? Are you joking, or do you really not know who it is? No, I really don't know. And as soon as we are done filming this, I'm going to ask you. Oh. Great person, great human being. I don't. I won't even get away gender. I think I did earlier, but now you're paying attention. So yes, uh, this person sent me a screenshot of a comment on a Catholic Answers Facebook post. That sounds like a statement from ten years ago, but it is what happened yes, this morning. So uh, screenshotted. Don't know who the person was, but this was somebody commenting, and I'm going to give you as much context as this person had context, which is absolutely none. (laughs) Here we go. Here's the review of me and Forte Catholic. Taylor Schroll, comma, quote, unquote, interviewed, comma, Jimmy Aiken, exclamation point. Why do we allow this immoral human to speak in public? Has retreats for himself, period. Hashtag Forte, hashtag Catholic, and the word sick. That's how my day started today, Jonathan. <laughs> what 
time did you read that this morning? Uh, let's see. That I I received that message at. Let me find the secret person that no one knows who it is. I got it around eleven o'clock this morning. It looks like. That's a, that's an interesting way to start. The- I have so many questions. Oh, B2. Well, let me hear yours. <laughs> I mean, did you ever interview Jimmy Aiken? And how did I not know that? So here's the thing. When I first started the show, uh, I thought that you had to have like all the Catholic Answers guys on. And they were great. Like, I really enjoyed a lot of them. Carly Broussard was, was tremendous. Jimmy Aiken was so much fun. Tim Staples called me bro. This is all within like the first 30 episodes of Forte Catholic. When it was just me by myself and the only like... The first segment was me by myself. The last segment was me by myself. And the middle was the only time I ever talked to a human being because no one was yeah. listening. So the only person listening was the guest. And I had a lot of the Catholic, or the, the Catholic Answers people on. And Jimmy Aiken was episode 10, which happened five years ago. <laughs> That's amazing. Five, what a memory. Five. The dude knows about something from five years ago. No, here's what happened. This person just found me and started listening and found a name that he liked and was maybe listening to the first episode. But probably not after this review. They just scrolled through the bottom and they were like, ah, Jimmy Aiken, I like him. And I quote unquote interviewed. I don't know how to quote unquote interview anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, and then does retreats for himself. What does that even mean? Okay, so this person is obviously insane. Like, before I yeah. answer your question, this wasn't on a, on a post about me. It wasn't even a post on a, on a, on a, a post about Jimmy Aiken. Who works at Catholic Answers? There was another post that day with Jimmy Aiken. This was posted on a blog that Catholic Answers wrote about uh, like pruning the branches of the tree. And this guy's just like, you know what that reminds me of? Hating Taylor's role. So I'm just going to go ahead and post this right now. So what was your question? It had something to do with the context. Like, like does retreats oh. for himself? Uh, so this person must have listened to my interview with Jimmy Aiken. And it was like a really enjoyable interview. So for this rad trad, it just made him you know, hate all of it. There was joy and things. You know, I'm 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 projecting a little <laughs> bit, but we all know we all know this kind of person, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the the retreats for myself. He must have gone and like Googled me or YouTubed me or something because at the beginning of the pandemic, I did these things called living room retreats because I used to travel across the country and give talks at actual retreats and conferences and I couldn't do that anymore. So just like everyone else in the world, I put that all digitally and I put up like four or five of them, like the five main talks that I give at conferences and retreats. And so it's just me in a room because there was a global pandemic. I couldn't be around (laughs) other people. I was doing what I was supposed to. And it makes me a bad guy, apparently. No, but you were not doing them for others, Taylor. You were doing them for yourself. Yeah, I was giving the talk and and I was like, yeah, amen. Yeah, I needed to hear that, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. I appreciate that. You're welcome, Taylor. That's <laughs> just what to, just to remind yourself about how much God loves you and stuff. Yeah, exactly. This is amazing. Now, so here's the thing. Here's my first thought. So you texted me this morning and I, for some reason in our group chat, I'm the only one who did not see, I, all I saw was the Catholic answer's response. And so I was, that's why I kept being like, where's the context? What's going on here? And you, so what if it's a troll? What if it's somebody who actually likes you? No, here's and- here's the thing. There's 100% not real. And I know this because I'm not a person that likes me. This person does not like me. I know this because <laughs> like this person is crazy. I I read out to you the grammar risking making myself look crazy, reading out the grammar because the grammar is terrible. Taylor's roll comma, <laughs> quote unquote interviewed comma jimmy aiken exclamation point has retreats for himself not a complete sentence 
Like, it's just, <laughs> this person is, is crazy. It's not a friend of mine. I, I, I am 100% cl- clear on that. Because my friends, like you just pointed out, don't know that I interviewed Jimmy Aiken. <laughs> That's a good point. Darn it, I just ruined it. I was going to joke with you and be like, Taylor, it was me, but I can't because I just told you I didn't understand. That's this is this whole thing's amazing. It just blows my mind. There are people out there, like probably I just imagine them like rocking in a rocking chair, scrolling through Facebook and just wondering who they should hate today. And they're Catholic. I know, I know. That's allegedly, allegedly, we don't know. I guess I, I would assume they're Catholic. I would think so. If they're on Catholic Answers forums and know who I am, I would assume they're Catholic. Sick. Yeah. So. <laughs> This person, he, here's the other thing. The, the craziest thing about this is that I agree with them. I don't know what quote-unquote interviewed means. I don't know what, but technically I did interview Jimmy Aiken. My name is Taylor Schroll. I did, yep. I, like, any, not the living room retreats, but I have gone on retreats before by myself where technically I was doing a retreat for myself. That's what Father Anthony Sharapa, our co-host, pointed out. He's like, he just got back from retreat. Who led the retreat? He did. He led a retreat for himself so that he could get closer <laughs> yeah. to Jesus. But I agree with this person. I, I am a little sick. I'm a little under the weather after the after the track meet. My voice is a little gravelly. I sound a little bit more like a man today. But I, I agree with his entire premise. I am a, uh, an immoral human being. I 100% agree. <laughs> you know who else is an immoral human being? Who? The person who wrote this. <laughs> you know who else is? Yeah. You and all the other co-hosts and all, everybody listening today and everybody on Catholic Answers Forums. Everyone in the world is an immoral person. We're all broken. We're all messed up. And that's the whole reason we need this whole Catholicism thing. You could have gotten that answer on Catholic Answers if you didn't just read the stuff instead of commenting about people who aren't even around the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. It's, you know what's funny? And I just put this together now. I too was memed this morning. So someone killed me while I was streaming last night in Fortnite, came into my stream and said, Hey, they recognized the name, came to my stream and said, Hey, can I post this on TikTok? I had no idea that they had 500,000 followers. <laughs> and so they're like, I killed Ninja's brother. <laughs> and that's got like 10,000 views and all these comments of people being like, Oh, wow, he's a bot. I'm like, Okay, this is, why are we getting made fun of, Taylor? <laughs> but, but because we're uh, large white men, it's, it's what we deserve <laughs> after years of other things so <laughs> does this like shave off purgatory time for us oh i mean i just i would hope so i think everything that i do adds time to purgatory and then uh, and then i go do good things and it shaves off so i even out by the end of the day is kind of what i'm hoping okay. perfect <laughs> but like there have been reviews of this show so like i'm, I'm pulling up uh like in Apple Podcasts, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what's wrong with you. You should be subscribed to this. But most of these comments and these reviews are very kind. And I think this this guy is misunderstanding what we're trying to do here. I haven't talked about, like, our goal of what we're doing. The whole goal of what I'm doing is to just do it and hopefully people enjoy it don't have to think about the goal of what we're doing. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to get into this with, with some of the reviews. So, uh Somebody posted in the middle of March this year, you know, still Corona time. The hero that we need in these times is Taylor Schroll. Very different review. Five stars. Glowing review. Wow. I loved it. Um, but there were there are others that kind of get at this point that I want to make. Uh, 
And I, and I can understand that this could be a little self-serving, right? But there is a point to all of this that I'm doing. Taylor is hands down my favorite podcaster. He's so relatable, strives for holiness in his own unique way, not to mention his friendship with his co-hosts, Liv, John, Father Anthony, and Allison. You were listed second. Good for you. Hey, uh, nice. I'm going to go read these reviews. We're fun and authentic. And she says that she appreciates how much I never try to be an expert on anything, and I just learn with people. Uh authentic like th th we get the word authentic again um there's then there's a review from me that says my name and it says wait will they seriously let me do this and it's just a five-star review from me uh which 100 happened um <laughs> i wrote i wrote one for sure too yeah you definitely did um i somebody else i really appreciate that he doesn't act like he's an authority on everything and really wants to learn more about the ideas of his co-hosts i wish more catholic radio and programming sounded like this okay i'm gonna stop now so i don't get into like prideful territory but this person is is saying that like what why why should I be allowed to talk, John? Why should me, an immoral person who admits every week that I'm not great at this Catholic thing, but I'm trying, why should I be be, be allowed to talk? I'm ask, I'm actually asking you. But uh, because it's a free country, Taylor, you can share your journey. Okay, take the red hat off and answer the question again. <laughs> uh, because well, I mean, dude, you have a voice. You're you're a lot like. Dude, the apostles were not perfect people, right? St. Paul was like breathing murderous threats and he was able to, to have his conversion. And the, the, the New Testament would be a lot shorter if that didn't happen. And so share your journey. That's why you're allowed to talk. Right. And like the whole point of this show is to be like, I, I heard the Catholic Coaster. Those guys started saying that like, they're like the greeters at the church. Like, come on into the church. That, that's what their podcast is doing. I've always been the youth minister of the church, the one that's kind of over off doing his own thing, kind of getting in trouble, but trying to have fun with people. And then well, what is youth ministry? We invite them to church. We hope that they have a, a good and pleasant and entertaining time within a Catholic context. And then once they're enjoying themselves and they're, they feel accepted and they feel welcome, then we share the gospel with them for, for a few minutes and then, and then we move on. Right. Like, that's what the show is. We yell and we go crazy about stuff. And then we share the gospel for a few minutes after. And it's like, like, like we, we've even been talking about Catholic answers. Like Catholic answers was a huge help for me in college when I was trying to find answers to all these questions that I had about my faith. I was at a school that wasn't very Catholic. I was being challenged in my faith and they helped me out so much. And I was like, they're already doing what they do so well. They are answering all these big, deep faith questions. What what is missing in the Catholic media landscape? It's stuff that's entertaining. And like now everybody and their mom has a podcast. But when I started, like there was one, there was one Catholic radio show podcast that was entertaining. So like, it's, it's just so funny that it's like, he says this immoral human, like, why do we allow him to speak in public? That's the point. The point is that I'm an immoral person and I, I, I mess up I, all the time. And I'm very open about that. And like, that's how we all should be, right? We, I mean, you should all be holier than me. 100% you should all be holier than me. But when we make mistakes, we should be able to admit it and, and ask questions about it and move forward. 100%. And it's so, it's so funny. Like, who is we? Who's we? Why are we allowing him? <laughs> like, who's, like, him in Catholic Answers? Right. Him in the church? Like, everyone, make Taylor shut up. Right. And, like, that's the thing about <laughs> podcasts is there's, there's no gatekeeper. You can't stop me. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. And, like, what is ironic about all this is I actually do have some gatekeepers. I'm on Catholic Radio. They have pretty strict gatekeepers. And I'm still here, bud. So I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Well, oh, my gosh, that quote from Warfare Wall. I'm not leaving. 
<laughs> but this is the best. This is the best. I get attacked randomly by this random person that I don't know who it is. And, and then Catholic Answers, one of the biggest Catholic media companies in the entire world, comes to my aid and respond to this comment with, Taylor's great. What are you talking about, LOL? <laughs> and apparently, I, love it. I went to go find this comment. Apparently, Catholic Answers' response made this person think twice about it because it's definitely God. They deleted that post, and it is God. Dude, that's awesome. I, I love that. I love that they did that. That's it's actually kind of cool. So person who works at Catholic Answers Social Media, who I know who it is and John doesn't, <laughs> I'm very happy that you as a human person did what you did. Thank you. I will find you soon. I'll, find you soon. I'll tell you during the break. Um, but that's what happened with me on the internet. Something happened with you and I on the internet uh, a couple of days ago. You made a very sweeping generalization in a tweet. Uh, I made a correct tweet. You made a incorrect tweet that I proved wrong <laughs> within. I think I commented within the first minute of it being posted. It was really close, but I think within the first minute I saw it and I'm like, "You're wrong," because <laughs> I'm the proof that you're wrong. So share what you tweeted out the other day. So I tweeted something like, cause "I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now." Something like, uh, "I'm glad that none of my friends are the kind of people who write reviews on restaurants." And why did you type this? Okay, okay, here's why. Because if because a lot of people who write reviews are writing negative reviews. Um, and, and I know that, that you know, if an average review out of 5,000 reviews is 4.2 or 4.3, that, that means out of five, that means a lot of people write positive ones too. A lot of the positive ones I feel like are just employees and all that kind of stuff. And the negative ones are just so, so unnecessary. And so I think I was mostly talking about negative reviews. Uh -huh. And I should have maybe clarified, but I, but I don't write positive ones even if I love the place. Uh, I just share it with my tip, you know? Like, my tip is how I tell you that I like this place. And we can get into tips. And, uh, but, yeah, I, you know, they're just, they're such a, it's such a troll thing to do. Like, you have one bad meal at this place, and you're going to write a negative review. Like, what if the guy was sick? What if they had a sub cook come in that day? You know, people do it. The best chefs in the world might make mistakes. So you're not going to tear an entire place down, a place that provides jobs for other people and that stuff, just because you didn't like your hamburger or because the waiter took too long. Like, I, I think it's ridiculous to write reviews. And who has time? Like, who has Yelp? Right? We all know that those things don't aren't actually good. <laughs> I, I have pulled up, up my Yelp phone. account, and I'm showing Jonathan. Oh, my gosh. We're going to go I through think... some of my reviews, Jonathan. So you are wrong. I can't You made wait. a sweeping generalization. I proved that you were wrong <laughs> by saying, I, I, I think all I asked was, John, are we friends? Because you, you said, none of my, I'm thankful none of my friends review restaurants. And I'm like, okay, my first, my first review, five stars. Now, granted, yeah. not for a restaurant. This this is the latest one, and look, to be fair, is in 2016. So it's not like I've done it recently. But 20, I reviewed the people that helped me, my, my real estate company. They were tremendous. Yeah. They bent over backwards for us. They were so great. And I I told them thank you profusely. But I want everybody else. I wanted them to have a good a good name and reputation. The the Yard House Bella Green. I have given 14 reviews. 13 of them have been. What did I no 14 reviews? I'm you can't do math. Eleven have been five star, two have been four star, and one was three star. Uh it was just because it was too expensive. So I've given one quote unquote. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me improve my point. Read the three star one. Great food and atmosphere outside on the water, but it was pricey. 
I was. This was 2014, and I was a youth minister. I love you so much, but you're proving my point. No, I'm not, that, like, John. Dude, but, look I, up the menu before you go. Then you don't. Then you know how much it is. Here, okay, you're proving my <laughs> point. We're getting into this, okay? I I was being honest and open, just like the person that wrote that review of me hates. I was I was le- I let you in on the one. The other five that w- I, I maybe I was having a bad day too. If we if we're gonna be forgiving of the wait staff, maybe we can be forgiving of your friend Taylor. Too. Well, three stars not bad. Let's clear like that's let's let's be clear right. right. Three's average. Five stars. That's not location right by the Astros and Rockets facilities, and they and they transport from the games for free. Great for before and after the game. The place was a blast. I love this place. I was hooked. Uh, this is the best. This is where I took everybody from out of town for breakfast. Like th- this. I love positive things, right? And I love, for me, where my perspective comes from, well, you and I have a lot of the similar perspectives. When you, when you were saying why you wrote this, we agree on a lot of that. We both worked in the restaurant industry for a couple of years. And I, like I know for myself, I was treated terribly sometimes. I was tipped terribly sometimes. And I was tipped tremendously sometimes. I learned how hard it was to be Oh, wait, I was very good at it, but it was a very difficult job, but primarily because a lot of things are out of control, right? I can control my yeah. conversations at the table. I can't control the kitchen, right? So there would be people mad at me when, when the food was taking too long. And like, is there a situation where the, where the waiter's not good at their job and that your food's been ready for a long time and they didn't see it? Yes. I'm here to tell you that 95% of the time, it's the cook- kitchen being slow, either because they're lazy or because they're short-staffed. One of the two. I've seen both, right? Yeah. And uh- it's always baffled me, like, not to treat people in the restaurant industry with respect, right? Because they're working hard. And why are you yelling at the waiter? They have nothing to do with, with what's going on, right? So um, I, because I worked in that industry for so long, I tip very well. Uh, like, I often tip more than 20% because I know because people did it for me, right? When I was having a tough day and somebody came in and, and uh, did a 5% tip on a $100 tab, somebody else that day would give a $20 tip on a $20 tab, right? So it all evened out. And I want to be that person to help even out their bad day. Uh, so yeah, what do you think about all that? I agree with you 100%. And I, and I think that you've actually, I'm going to say, I think you've changed my mind. I, th- I will amend my tweet here live for everyone <laughs> that, that you shouldn't leave bad reviews. Anything lower than three stars, and I say that only because you don't unless unless it's a consistent place you've gone and like you wildly disrespectfully like that's I get, like oh my burger was cold is like all right come on calm down like have mercy but I like I like you leaving these positive ones and I like yeah tipping well like my wife and I I always tip twenty percent at the minimum and and over if they're awesome even if it's a horrible service right. I'll go twenty percent because uh, that's just that's their job that's what they're doing and and I'll even say like you know hey you were a little slow. Uh, work on this or something like you didn't even ask my wife if she wanted how she wanted eight cooked stuff but like i'm gonna still give that person 20 they deserve it so i'm with you there i agree and you've amended and changed my mind and i have said before that on twitter one of the things i love about it is that i am open to having my mind changed and it's happened and here is proof of that taylor i, I just loved that <laughs> like it wasn't even like just the tweet itself we have we have expanded your mind in so many different ways you were just like i'm, I'm glad none of my friends do this and i'm like even if i wrote one star reviews on everything it still makes your thing false <laughs> true but it does here he, let's kind of wrap this up right we've been talking about reviews reviews of me review reviewing other the one of the biggest things that when this got brought up, when the tweet got brought up, we started talking about, oh, let's talk about this on the show the next time you come on, is uh, I worked 
at an Applebee's in Steubenville, Ohio, where everybody knows that that's where Francisca's U- University of Steubenville is, right? So it's funny you say this, Taylor, because I went there one time last summer and I was like, we need to go get food. And he's like, the guy's like, the only place is Applebee's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So so we went. So go on. It's like the primary place in town, especially back when I was there. It's still one of the few places. And so many people, they they called them the the townies, right? The people that were just there. They lived in the town. That's what everybody, that's what they called themselves at the school, everything. The townies hated the Frannies, the people that went to Franciscan. So Franciscan's supposed to be the city on the hill, this this great, tremendous place, and I love it. I, like, their conferences changed my life. I loved my year going to school there before I dropped out. But, like, when I was – the people in the town do not like the students at Franciscan uh, because of how they act in public very often, right? Um like it's now that's a macro thing, micro thing, specifically at Applebee's, all of my coworkers could not stand the students. So it was really weird for them when they started to like me. Cause they were like, we're supposed to hate you and you're kind of cool, I guess. Right. But yeah, like just because how groups of Franciscan students, faculty, whatever would come in, do the sign of the cross before their meal and then act terribly, e- either actually act terribly to the wait, wait, wait staff. Cause a lot of those students are, are wealthy and they were, you know, rude and all these kinds of things right but even to the like even unconsciously where it was like you'd come in on a friday night the busiest night the best night for money for for wait staffs and let's say i had four tables you bring a group of 16 people 14 of them only order water one person orders a meal one person orders a drink and you're there for three hours and then you leave a two dollar tip for the entire table but i'm not making that up like that's happened multiple times change the numbers around a little bit it's happened multiple times right and that it makes us as catholics look terrible like now just talking about uh, like you and me as an individual now not at francis if you do the sign of the cross before your meal and don't tip at least 15 percent, you are giving a bad witness of what catholicism is preach man i'd say knock it up to 18 (laughs) percent. 18 is supposed to be the average right like even if the like I've had I've had waiters say some pretty rude things to me. And I because I worked in 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 the restaurants, I was able to realize they're having a tough day and somebody just yelled at them and now they're being snarky with me. And even if they're like really really rude, a lot of people would give no tip at that point. At that point, minimum like if you really make me angry, I'll leave 15. My my usual minimum is is 20%, right? And like it's it's one of those things that if you know, if you're wearing a cross or you're wearing, people notice those things, right? Whether you think you're just like off the clock of being a Catholic or whatever, but if you do the right. sign of the cross and then you you treat these people poorly, they're going to have a poor experience with Catholicism. Um, yeah, it just it frustrates me to no end. I love it, Taylor Stroll. Hot take: You are evangelizing by the way that you tip. Always be aware. <laughs> Always be aware. Uh, positive thing. One good thing that I saw from just so it doesn't look like I'm bashing Franciscan students because I was one. It'd be weird to just bash myself. But it's more of an awareness thing. And those kids are young. But as as we're getting older, um, one thing that was a really cool witness that both myself and the wait staff really appreciated is a lot of times the students would come in and they would put all of their phones in the middle of the table. There'd be six of them at a table. They'd put all their phones flipped over so you couldn't see the screen in the middle of the table. And I finally asked them one time, because I saw that it was kind of a trend amongst a lot of the students. And they were like, we put our phones in the middle of the table, we put them on silent. And if somebody grabs the phone, grabs their phone before the bill comes, that person pays for everybody's bill because they wanted to be there and present for each other. So another little fun little thing for you to do the next time you're at a restaurant. But we're going to take a little break. 
And we're going to come right back and play one of my new favorite games, all based on the Saints. Don't go anywhere. Yes. You guys know that I'm a huge fan of the Ave Explores podcast run by my friend Katie Prejean McGrady. Uh, I was just listening to it the other day, and I was reminded of a quote that says, science and religion are opposed like the finger and the thumb. So many people like to put uh, pit religion and science against each other, but instead of opposing that way, they are two things that work together to show us God's creation and his revealed truth. Um, They are doing a uh, series on science over on the Avi Explorers podcast, so go subscribe today. Uh, I love it. I've listened to every single episode that's ever been out, and I'm really enjoying this series. So again, subscribe today to the Avi Explorers podcast with Katie Praise on McGrady. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Jonathan Bearded Blevins. And we're going to play a game that we introduced with Allison Sullivan a couple of weeks ago. But this game was truly built for Jonathan Blevins. This is a game we call... Oh, go ahead. Did you have something? I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. I haven't had a chance to do this yet. Oh, it's so much fun. You're only the second person to play this game. Uh, I'm very excited about it. It's called Imitate, Intercess, or Ignore. So we're going to give each other three, each of us will give each other three saints, and we have to decide which of those saints we're going to imitate, which one we're going to intercess, ask, ask to pray for us, and which of these Catholic saints we're going to ignore. Oh, no. So uh, <laughs> would you like me to give you three saints first, or do you want to give me three first to show you how it's done? I'll give you three first to show me how it's done. Okay, shoot. All right. These are what I would say are three of the most Common cultural saints. Okay. St. Christopher, St. Anthony, and St. Joseph. Okay. Joseph, Anthony, and Christopher. Here's what I'm going to do. Imitate, intercess, or ignore. Okay. I'm going to ignore Christopher. My son. <laughs> that is my son's name. <laughs> it is. Don't let him hear this. Cover his ears. It is my. I'm terrified that my kids are going to go back when they get older and listen to early episodes of this show because I talk about him so much and hear stuff yep. like this. I'm going to ignore St. Christopher because I often ignore my son. Uh, but also, <laughs> here's the thing about St. Christopher. The reason we named Christopher Christopher Lee Schroll is that I'm Taylor Lee Schroll. And I wanted to have a secret Catholic junior because my confirmation name is Christopher. So my confirmation name is Christopher Lee Schroll. My son's name is Christopher Lee Schroll. But the reason I'm going to ignore is that in recent years, I have learned that most scholars believe that Christopher didn't actually exist. And they all agree that the story that I know of St. Christopher, the reason that I picked him, the old story about how he was like, he was essentially like a troll person that was very large and strong, but not very smart. So his job and what he did for, for, for the kingdom was there was a big river and it was very, very hard to get across. There were no bridges. So he would carry people across to, to keep them safe. And I'm like, well, I'm not very smart and I'm big and large. So I can, I, that's, that's my job in life is to carry people across the difficult things in life. Like that's, that's why I picked St. Christopher but I've since learned that th- that story is, is 100% fake and that he might not have been real. And if he was a real person, the story wasn't and nothing that I know about him was probably true. So I'm going to ignore him. I am going to uh, 
imitate St. Joseph. It's the year of St. Joseph, and everybody wants me to be quieter anyway, so I'm going to try to be more like St. Joseph. I'm glad you made a quiet joke, because I was just going to say, it's going to be tough for you to imitate him. Yeah, but like the whole husband and father thing, uh, really, really cool. I mean, I, I guess I can do that. Uh, but in the intercession, if you haven't noticed throughout the show already, I am lost, so I would like St. Anthony to pray to find me. <laughs> I like that. I like these answers, and it's just ridiculous about St. Christmas. How many jokes to be made? Oh, dude, it's crazy. And then and here's what's even crazier. At my son's baptism, my son Christopher, at his baptism, we invoked the, the intercession of, there's a part of the baptism where you invoke the intercession of like a couple of saints, and then the priest will ask like if there are family saints, right? So we said St. Christopher, my wife was Mary Magdalene, so we did, uh, we did Mary Magdalene. And then he said, so he said, St. Christopher, pray for us. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. Then he goes, St. Taylor, and we all go, huh? And we looked it up later. There's 100% not a St. Taylor. So we invoked two fake saints at my son's <laughs> baptism, which may explain why his first confession didn't go well. We talked about that last week or a couple weeks ago. Yikes. So uh, your first one, I too okay. am going to pick pop, pop culture ones. And these are not saints I know a ton about. Maybe you know something about them. But they're all uh -oh. saints that non-Catholics would know. St. Arnold, because of St. Arnold's beer. St. Bernard, the dog. And St. James, which we all know from Monopoly. So which of those three saints would you imitate, intercess, and ignore? Okay, so hold on. Imitate, intercess, and ignore. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, I want to imitate... I want to imitate St. Arnold because I do believe that St. Arnold is the patron saint of beer. I, I could be wrong about that. I think, he, I think it is. I think I looked that up. And I know that there is a beer called St. Arnold. I'd like to imitate him because I really do like beer. And I, and I think it's actually specifically Belgian beers. Are you correcting me right now? I'm looking. I'm looking. I, I'm, you could go on about St. Arnold. I don't know much about St. Bernard. I'm looking it up. <laughs> and yeah, I definitely so, got pictures of dogs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to imitate St. Arnold. Okay. Boy. I'm going to ask for. I, I'm going to ignore. I'm going to do it out of order. I'm going to ignore St. Bernard on the off chance that he's not a real saint. <laughs> no, Bernard, uh, uh, abbot and doctor of the church, one of the few doctors of the church. You're just going to ignore him. There are other ones you can go to, I guess. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, St. Bernard. I should know more about you, but I'm ignoring you. Um, mostly because we've been I ignoring want... you our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mostly because you've done nothing for me. Wait, is this St. Bernard of Clairvaux? I think so. Yeah. I do know some St. Bernard. I, I, Okay, if I if I got that right without googling, I'll see. My hands are here. Okay. You're clairvoyant. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I am going to ask the intercession of Saint. Yes. Today is the Ooh. feast of, of Saint James. Um, our, I found out that our, I work at Saint James, the parish I work at, and uh, Saint, we're Saint James the Less, the parishes. But the two statues we have, one outside and one inside, are both statues of Saint James the Great. <laughs> like oh. somebody just googled like Saint James. And just ordered, you know, a five hundred to a thousand dollar statue, and it was the wrong one. No, no. Uh, here's Saint the James thing: it might have they might have ordered the Saint James statue, but they ordered the miniature version of it, so it was the less one. <laughs> yes, seriously, just ridiculous. But uh, I would ask for his intercession. He's a great dude. Um, I also do like Saint James. Great. Uh, I believe that's what the El Camino, all that stuff for for the. Hey, I, I, I would love to do we should do that together no my, but I, digress. I have way too much plantar fasciitis for that i would love it it's <sighs> one of the things that i desire to do most as a catholic and i will probably never do it because my feet can't 
can handle it. What if I'm the perfect person for you? We will get those electric scooters and do that the whole way. <laughs> I'm so You're down. coming, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Okay, so that's what I would do for those three. Okay. Uh, and you brought up a good point. If you want to get your prayers answered by saints, don't go to the busy ones. Ask for all the lessers to pray for you because nobody's asking yes. them. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, your next three. Some more popular ones. St. Cecilia, patron saint of music. St. Nicholas, you know, Santa Claus and punch the dude in the face. And apparently everybody on Twitter says that's a bad thing. I still think it's one of the greatest stories of Catholicism. Don't at me. Hilarious. Uh, and St. Patrick, who uh, likes clovers and green beer and punching snakes. Okay, okay. What's my first one? St. Cecilia, patron saint of music. St. Nicholas and St. Patrick. Oh, Cecilia. Is that the right name? Okay, good. Um, okay, St. Nick, St. Patrick. This is a tough one. I'm going to I'm going to ignore St. Patrick. I'm really glad you didn't ignore the only woman. It's good for you. <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been so bad. I'm going to ignore St. Patrick because, because similar to, to St. Christopher, just like everything I grew up learning about St. Patrick was just wrong. Um, and so we're just going to ignore St. Patrick. There's some you know, uh, ways of describing the Trinity. We're just going to ignore St. Patrick. I'm going to ask for the intercession of St. Nick because I love St. Nick. Why are you laughing? Oh, I'm not laughing. I'm just listening. Are you making, are you going to make a Santa joke or something? No, no, no. One time someone at one time, someone at Walmart told me that I should be Santa, and that's when I knew I needed to lose. Yeah. Yeah. My beard <laughs> is going gray. It's not long for me. There you go. Uh, but St. Nick, I mean, just his, his actual story is amazing. I have this book that I read to my kids about St. Nick on Christmas time. So I would ask for his intercession and then imitate St. Cecilia because she was lovely. And, and, uh, and music has played a huge role in my life. Maybe you not know that. I mean, I'm not a musician, although I can sing. Um, but like praise and worship music and that kind of stuff has really helped me. I was an emo kid and that pulled me out of my in a way. So I'll imi- try to imitate St. Cecilia. Well, good. Maybe, maybe if you imitate her, you'll become a better musician. Everybody wins. A random side fact about Patrick. Uh, I felt really similar to, to how you just explained it almost word for word. And then there's this, there's this book. I think you can only find it on Kindle now. It's out of print. I read it when I was at Franciscan, and it's called St. Patrick's Summer. And it's a catechism in story form for kids. And it is one of the best ways that I've ever st- understood some of the Catholic Church's teaching. So if you, like, if you have little kids, it's perfect wow. for little kids. But I read it as like a 22-year-old and got a ton out of it. St. Patrick's Summer. Try to find it on, um, on Kindle or whatever. Um, all right. You've got, you've got some for me. I do. Okay. So these are three recent saints or soon-to-be saints. Okay, I can break that rule a little bit. That's okay. We have Blessed Chiara Badano. Find out. St. Jose Sanchez Del Rio and uh, Carlos Acutis. Carlos Acutis. Okay. Kiara. I got to look up Kiara because I think, I think, is this the person I'm thinking of? It's the one that Christophonic always talks about. And everyone always is like, did you name your daughter Kiara because of Christophonic? No. Okay. Other people know about Kiara. Okay. 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 She's amazing. She lived in Italy. She was very beautiful. I had to find the picture. Uh, what you don't know about this, uh, let, let me get oh, my gosh. answer, and then I'll explain why with Kiara. So I am going to 100% not imitate Jose Sanchez because I know his death <laughs> story, and I don't want to. I don't want to go out there. I just told you about how bad my feet are, and I don't want my yeah. feet to be even worse. His feet got into much worse case than I did. Um, I'm going to imitate uh, Carlos Acutis 
because he played video games and was Catholic, and I play video <laughs> games and I'm Catholic. And uh, yeah, they were everybody tried to use that. They were like, "Oh yeah, we can play video games as much as we want now." I'm like, "Well, he played for like an hour a day, uh, so maybe one day I'll imitate him by only playing for an hour a day." Because yeah, I think if you play less than two in a sitting, you're an insane person. Um, so I'm going to imitate. I'm going to. I think I'm going to have to ignore Jose Sanchez. I I I like the story. It's just very gruesome, so I don't want to think about it. And I'm proud of him. Okay. He did a great job. <laughs> big fan. You've increased the ray, baby. Love him. But I have to pick somebody. Kiara, you don't know that you named your kid Kiara, correct? Did yeah. So there is a very famous picture of Kiara that looks 100 100 like my wife did in high school. No way. 100 like my wife did in high school. So I'm going to imitate her so that I can try to understand. No, I'm going to ask for her intercession so that I can treat her, treat my wife like a saint. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's uncanny. There was a picture. We went to like, like the, the Red Sea Radio where th this whole show started. Uh, we went to their benefit dinner one year, and they had a picture of her. We were like at her table. Like there was like saint tables. We were at yeah. Kiara's table, and we were like, how did they get a picture of my wife in high school. Like we thought that like we, we did not, I had never seen a picture of Kiara. I had no idea who she was at the time. This was like five years ago. We walked in and we were like, do they have a high school picture of me too? Like we just thought it was because that was our scene ah. assignment. And it wasn't. Yeah. So. That's amazing. I have to see, you have to prove this later. Okay. I'm going to save the picture and then I'll, I'll find a picture of my wife in high school. I don't know why I'm going to picture a picture of my wife in high school, but I'm going to. All right. Your turn. We are going to do uh, do you like sailboats, John? I okay. I, I love boats more than anything. Sailboats require work. So more not a huge than sailboat anything, fan. you love boats more than anything. More than anything, I love boats, man. I'm happiest when I have a margarita in my hand on a boat. That's a. Sh I, I think this is like one of those sweeping generalizations you're gonna roll back whenever we talk about it later. <laughs> but no, I think I, 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 like the only way it could get better is if I can watch the Lions win a game while being on a boat with a well, Otherwise, yes. All perfect. you have to do is become a multimillionaire. You can have all of that on your yacht. So there we uh, go. Peter, James, and John were on a sailboat. They Peter, were. Peter, James, and John in a sailboat. Uh, you know the rest of the words to that song? Also, Peter, no, James, and John in a sailboat over and over and over again. <laughs> Out of the deep blue sea. I don't think it was blue. It was probably brown. But that's who I'm giving you. Okay. Peter, James the Greater, uh, and John. John the Beloved Disciple. Peter, James, and John in a sailboat. Who are you kicking off the sailboat? Who am I kicking that's off the, the boat? Ignore. The ignore is who are you making walk the plank? The ignore just got a lot more intense. This is tough, man. I think I make James walk the plank. <laughs> You're like, I'm a fan of the lesser. Get out of here. <laughs> and he's even got, he's even got like this, the, the, the seashell as part of his mantra. And so maybe he wants to be in the water. I'm going <laughs> to, I see you, James. I'm very sorry. And the reason is because that Peter and John are two of my absolute favorites. So I would ask for the intercession of John. No, you know what? Let's be smart about this. I'm going to ask for the inter no, yeah, I'm going to ask for the intercession of Peter because Peter's amazing. His prayers are very powerful. He was the peace of the church. And I'm going to imitate John because he's one of the only apostles that wasn't martyred. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be the killed. Only one. Both of yeah, us in our last couple couplet, triplet or whatever yeah. have avoided so there we go. So, dying in terrible ways. <laughs> You know, John did a great job uh, living the faith and uh, and sharing it and, and preaching it and, and 
all that good stuff. And then he died peacefully, I like to assume. John is one of our beautiful boaters. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the ones I had for you. Do you have one more for me or are we done? I do. No, no, I have one more for you. And these are three uh, thinkers, if you will, famous ones that you know. St. Thomas Aquinas. And I can't, I, I just hope you go here. I hope you go somewhere with St. Thomas Aquinas. We'll see. St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Augustine, and St. Bonaventure. And I think this is the, this is a fun three. I can't wait to hear you. Okay, I know, this one's really easy for me. Really, really <laughs> easy for me. I'm going to ask for the intercession of St. Bonaventure, but not, probably not for the reason that you think. Do you know? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I might have this wrong. Is it Bonaventure or Borromeo? St. Borromeo. Bonaventure patron. Yes. Google amazing. I, I was right. I was right. You said Bonaventure, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm going to ask for his intercession. Do you, he, he died of some uh, digestive issues. Okay. And, and I have been known to have some of those in the past. So I'm going to ask for his intercession because I don't want to die the way that he did. Our theme of not dying in terrible ways continues. Yes. <laughs> and then um, I am going to imitate Augustine pre-conversion. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I am going to 100% ignore Aquinas. He's way too smart and heady for me. I've never understood anything that he's ever said. Augustine's writings, just like the bad review we got earlier, like that guy was probably a rad trad fan of Aquinas. I'm more of an Augustine kind of guy. Down to earth, did a lot of bad things in his past, still trying to get a hold of his life and just moving on and trying to lead people closer to Jesus. That's what I'm trying to do. So I, I appreciate that. Is it okay if I disagree with you? No. Because <laughs> that's not how the game works, no. John. Because if because here's the thing, right? So one of my favorite legends about Aquinas, which again is a legend, who knows, is that he had to cut out Abel to make room for his belly. Oh, so you, you and wanted I like to say that, that he, I'm wrong and fat is what you're saying. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> this, I, I'm, my answer would be for this, because I, I would love to just be able to eat and pray and think and write. That would be so fun. And then Augustine, for Augustine, he would, you know, you'd intercede because he, it worked. He ended up living a great holy life at the end. Yeah. Well, we disagree, and you're not supposed to answer mine. So segment Sorry. over, John. Sorry. You ruined Sorry. it. No, that was fun. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I am again joined for this commercial with the three-year-old Felicity Grace because she won't go to sleep, and it's 9 o'clock, and her mom's tired of her. So she's with me while we finish editing this episode. And we want to talk to you about Catholic Match. This baby came as the fruit of a beautiful marriage. If you would like to find a beautiful marriage or at least start heading that way with some wonderful dates with other Catholic people, head on over to catholicmatch.com slash forte. I don't know uh, if, if any of you guys, I know some of you guys are as old as me and remember the old Sims game. Well, if you get married through, through Catholic Match, you can hit the try for baby button like we all did back when we were playing the Sims. So I don't know if you ever want kids later in your life, you got kind of got to start with dating and you want to do that with some great Catholic people over on catholicmatch.com slash forte baby. Yeah. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm still Taylor Stroll and that's Jonathan Blevins. We've got a short little segment to close out today. And I went to give a talk in like to real human beings. It wasn't to retreat for myself. It was a retreat for other people. And uh, while I was at this retreat, is at the Eagles Wings Retreat Center. And you know how, like, oftentimes in bathrooms, there's, like, graffiti on the walls? 
Yes. And it could be like not great things. So yeah. I was there yeah, all I've day. Yeah, I see some horrible stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. I was there all day. At some point, I needed to use the facilities. So I go into the facilities. And what I see is it says right in the middle, it says, please share your favorite Bible verse or Catholic quote. Like somebody from the retreat center wrote that because <laughs> they didn't want bad graffiti. So then there are people that have written scripture verses while in the facilities, I guess. It's very weird to think about. But okay. while I'm using utilizing the facilities, I'm reading these scripture verses. And it's a very strange experience reading scripture verses while in, in the restroom. Um, so I couldn't decide if this was edifying or hilarious because I can't tell if these people that wrote these were being sincere, like they actually are some of their favorite Bible verses, or if they were just making it in reference to the location where they were written. So we're going to test a couple of these out. The first one that I saw, John, okay. yeah, is from, it's from the Psalms. And it says, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. <laughs> <laughs> is this someone's favorite verse, or were they making a joke? A hundred percent that one is a joke, and it's a very funny one. Oh, it's a hilarious joke. <laughs> the next one. I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. Awkward in, within context. Whoa, 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 whoa. Read that again. I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. So I've said before that I will pray while in the bathroom or in the shower, but I won't okay. say a Hail Mary because I don't want to invite a woman into that scenario yeah so it's just really weird to pray while in bathroom time i agree i think God that that one at the time that one 100 percent is also a joke uh somebody wrote god is good all the time over and over and over again and the bathroom is where that one belongs there's no commentary on that one i just wanted to let you know because i'm tired of that saying uh the jesus prayer lord jesus christ son of god have mercy on me <laughs> no <laughs> Did it say a sinner at the end or no? It's uh yeah. No, 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 no. It just says the Jesus prayer. It just it's have that mercy is on prayer. me. Like it's just funny because I don't know if you've ever been in a bathroom and heard someone apologize, but I have. So I just felt like that was a <laughs> quiet apology to God. I like that one a lot, but it, it's interesting to me because the full Jesus prayer is Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. They left the sinner part out, it just makes it that much funnier. It makes it 100% about the bathroom. Well, I don't even know where these people are getting these pens and Sharpies. Like, did they think about, like, they had to, like, pregame for this. It's very strange. I'm wa I just want you to know, as you continue to read these, I love this, by the way. And I, I'm waiting. I'm hoping that one of these psalms makes it there. Let's keep keep going. Uh, one is, one's kind of silly, but not, like, a big laugh. Nothing is impossible with God. Like, I, like oh that one probably got written after a while. That was kind of funny. Uh, mm -hmm. One is from Isaiah. Do not fear. I am with you. Do not be anxious. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will, up, uh, I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. <laughs> am I weird for thinking that one might be real? It might be. It's the, it was the only one that was written as the like chapter and verse. I, it wasn't written out. I had to go find it. Okay. So maybe it is real. Um, and then uh, somebody just wrote, uh, like somebody drew like a crucifix with Jesus on it says, behold, this is my beloved son. Like, we're just supposed to, like, contemplate the face of Christ right <laughs> where I was looking. So, Amazing. So, overall, do you think any of these were actually favorite Bible verses, or are they all in context in the restroom? I think, I think it's actually really funny and creative what the first 
did. I think the Isaiah one might be someone's favorite. And I, but I'm disappointed if I may share what I would write on a bathroom stall. I, I'm disappointed that no one wrote Psalm 51, seven, which is cleanse me and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. <laughs> That would be so good. That is a very good one. Well, anyway, that's 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 how I wanted to close today's show is just the uh, the good time that I had over at the Eagles Wings Retreat Center. Uh, but before we go, uh, Jonathan, uh, you, you have some news to share with us today, um, and it involves you despising me. So why don't you go ahead and share? Stop it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am just taking the summer to to – Try to free myself from a lot of the things that I'm involved in in order to make sure that whatever I'm doing starting, I don't know, September 1st into all of next year is done because God wants me to do it. And I'm putting my, like, no, doing exactly what he wants me to do. I've been trying to, to pray a lot lately. Oh, God, what, what does God want me to be doing? I feel like, maybe you felt like this before. I feel like I'm doing a lot of things kind of okay um, instead of a couple of things very well. And I want to be doing everything I'm doing as well as it possibly wants me to do. And so uh, I'm going to take some time to just be praying this summer. Uh, I'm not, I'm not doing any like, like retreat. Normally I do a lot of traveling and it's not just because of COVID. Like I, I'm, I'm not so much traveling for work uh, stuff um, and just really focusing on planning for next year for parish and finding out what it is God wants me to do. So I will just be three month break. Hopefully you will have me back um, and we can be back and, be and better than ever. I, I appreciate you sharing that because uh, like everything that you just said, like doing so much and not doing it, not doing any of it super well. Like that's why I quit my former job and started doing Forte Catholic full time because I was being pulled in so many different directions. I felt that God was pulling me to do this, but I had so many other responsibilities and I couldn't do it. And then COVID just made me realize like, Oh, I can do this. So uh, I hope that you have uh, some similar results. And I hope that it's, uh, that it's good for you. Um, I, I, I've never been broken up with. I've always been the person. I'm not, we're not breaking. We're not breaking up. We're, we're, we're taking it. We're on a break. It's no, friends. it's not one of those. It's not like, a, oh, it's a break for, no, no, no. I, I, dude, you know how much I love this. I, and that's why I'm not saying goodbye right now. Because if you'll have me back, I think I'm coming back. It's never I, the right time. You know, otherwise goodbye, I'd be like, but I got to make the first my move. My favorite episode was start hating me. Cause I really don't feel the way I once felt about the show. Girl, it's not you. It's not <laughs> No, if it, if it was that, I'd be like, you know, sharing my favorite memories and thanking everyone for putting up with you and I. Like, it, it doesn't feel like that to me. So I just need to take the summer and slow down and pray and spend time with my family and figure out what this guy wants me to do. That's well, all. Well, it does feel like that way for me. So while we're on this friends-like break, everybody loves Ross and Rachel. We're on a break, and uh, whenever you come back in three months, you can yell at me about what I did on my break because I've already replaced you with Edmund Mitchell for the three months of the summer. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see How if we pull on Ross you. and Rachel and get back together or or not. So, I hope we get back together. We, we will. We will all see. Or never ever <laughs> get back, get together. back together. We. Right. Well, the only way for you to find out if John comes back in three months is to subscribe to the Forte Catholic Podcast wherever you listen or over on YouTube. Uh, you can find John on social media at Bearded Blevins or on his Twitch stream at Bearded Blevins for the next three months. Uh, he won't be back for three months, but I'll be back next week. Say it! Yeah. 
Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please hit the subscribe button. You can stay connected with connected with us throughout the week on social media at Forte Catholic on Instagram. Nope, that's a lie. At Taylor Schroll on Instagram, at Forte Catholic on Twitter, at Taylor Schroll on Twitter, and at Forte Catholic on Facebook. We also started this whole TikTok game. We're trying to figure it out. Whatever. At Taylor Schroll on TikTok. Get connected with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you. God bless, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>